From down under to down south, follow the adventures of an Australian family who packed up and moved to the other side of the world to follow a dream of making a life in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Ozzy Mike, and together with Bicky, Bowie, and Bree Bree, we will share our daily craziness in an attempt to warn you or inspire you to make this transcontinental move. From down under to down south, I'm Ozzy Mike, welcoming you to our story. It's been almost five years since I packed Bicky and Bowie up and moved almost as far away from Canberra, Australia as we could to Nashville, Tennessee, otherwise known as Music City and the capital of the great southern state. Bicky and I have been frequent visitors of Music City really since our honeymoon in 2008, and so after many years of trying, we won our green cards in the annual diversity visa lottery. That lottery is a system that ensures the U.S. has a mix of immigrants from all around the world. Interestingly, as we've come to know since living here, many Americans either don't understand it I don't even know that it exists. Now, one person that certainly knows it exists is Bowie. Hi, I'm Bowie, and I was two years old when Dad forced me to move to America. I didn't have a choice, but I'm liking being an Aussie in the South. Now, at the time of us moving to the U.S., Bicky was six months pregnant, so it wasn't long until we had our own little Oz American as well. So here she is. Here's Bree Bree. Hi, I'm Bree Bree. I'm four years old. I was born in America. Yeah. Poopa. Now, I'm sure that there's a rule out there somewhere about working with kids and animals and and uh, Bree Bree, I guess you're going to take the cake on that one, but good job, baby girl. All right, so Bree was obviously born here in Nashville, and uh, Bowie, she was born back home in Canberra. So the four of us are here, and uh, the last person, of course, we need to introduce is the boss. You know, the one, not Bruce Springsteen, but the boss of the house, the boss of the family. Here's Bicky. G'day, guys. I'm Bicky the tag-along partner in this crazy journey to America. I'm a Reiki master teacher and run my own business here in Nashville. And I'm the mum to the infamous Bowie and Bree Bree. Appreciate it, Bicky, and thanks for joining us there. I know I had to sort of push you over a cliff to get you to go and talk, and we're not doing an advertisement for your business at the moment. Until we become famous, then we're going to talk about it from there. But no, I appreciate it. And one little-known fact about Bicky, actually, she is the one that won the green card lottery. Even though I was the one that wanted to win it, it was actually her entry that came through. So, yes, you can enter a husband and wife. Uh, I believe also if you have an adult child, they can enter as well. So there's different ways that you can go about winning the diversity visa. Now, it's also not as easy as just being that random lucky person. In the year that we won it, 2017, there were over 23 million applicants and only 50,000 people uh, that were selected. Now, not all of those that are selected actually go through as well. So you need to meet certain educational requirements, work requirements. There's uh, the need to obviously pay for your visas. You need to have health checks and have an interview with the US consulate. In our case, we went to the consulate at the MLC Centre in Sydney and, and met with them. But it was on the spot there that we actually found out that we had been accepted and approved. And then it was a matter of actually getting on the plane, landing in the US and then meeting with immigration and going through one last little interview. And at 6.30 in the morning at LAX, after a 15-hour flight from Sydney, we found out that we had been approved, our green cards were approved, and that we had the right to become permanent residents in the US. I will admit at the time, we still weren't 100% certain that we were going to make that move. I mean, we went on that trip basically to activate our green cards and to look for housing and come to Nashville, you know, look around, find exactly where it was that we wanted to live. But I had a great job back home in Australia. Bicky also had a fantastic job with the Australian Navy. So we were giving up a lot as far as our finances and all of our family were back home as well. It is also very expensive to move from one side of the world to the other. And looking at the cost of things, you know, it really was the financial aspect, the family aspect that we had to weigh up as to whether or not this move was worth that risk. And sitting 
sitting here now, five years later, I honestly don't know that it was worth the risk. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in later episodes. But to me now, if I look back financially, we were much better off to stay in Australia. Uh, you know, I lost my mom in 2022 because of COVID. I couldn't travel. You know, I, I could not see her in those last year or so of her life. And I mean, yes, at the time, we didn't know that COVID would happen. But again, you know, there are so many different things that take place and you're on the other side of the world and it's not easy to get on a flight and get back there. The cost of living increases, the cost of flights becomes harder and harder to go and do. We never had that problem when we lived in Australia. We could travel to the US once a year. We could go on great vacations. We could go and see family. We could do so many different things. I really don't know that our overall life has benefited in a way that I thought that it would. Healthcare in the US has a major impact on how you live your life. The number one reason why people in this country go bankrupt is because of healthcare and how incredibly expensive it is. A broken leg, a heart attack, cancer, all of these sorts of things partly covered by insurance if you have insurance to start with and then the cost of insurance on top of that. Now for myself, I've been working for some really great employers since I've been in the US and I've been fortunate that the employer generally co-pays part of that insurance. But my point in all of this is that living in this country without insurance is a risk that you just cannot afford to take because of the fact that you can become bankrupt by simply getting sick. Try to look at some of the positives though of this move and I think one thing that I would say is that Bicky would never have had the opportunity that she has had now to be able to follow her dreams of being a Reiki master and being able to work at that as her career. She would never have been able to have done that in Australia because in Australia we needed to have two incomes in order to afford living in Canberra. The price of housing was so expensive, the cost of living over there was so expensive. America five years ago was very, very different. The price of gas or petrol in in the US was a lot lower than what it is now. But slowly but surely, inflation has set in and the cost of goods, the cost of living in the US has now made it also that you really do need to be a two-income family. The other big thing that affected the way that we live in the US, of course, was COVID. Nobody expected COVID. And certainly when we moved here, we never thought that anything like that could ever happen. With the country shutting down, Australia shutting down, the US, the way that it was handled over here, rightly or wrongly, the cost of flying back to Australia at one point for an economy ticket from LA to Sydney was $25,000. Now, normally you're paying between $1,500 to $2,000, but at $25,000 for a return ticket to Sydney, that was because the airlines were flying with 10 passengers on board. A 747 or an A380, which carries, what, 300, 400 people, was taking 10, 15 people on that one journey. Let's talk once again in the US of mask mandates coming back in and things potentially shutting down as we start to come into the cold and flu season here and temperatures start to get colder. We'll uh, wait and see what, what comes up with that and I guess I'll keep you informed as to whether or not things get a little bit crazy again over here. Some other good things I guess that we've had though, you know, the fact that it snows in Nashville has been one of the most amazing things for Bicky, myself and, and for the girls as well. You know, having snow, I mean at one point there I think we had three or four foot of snow. Nothing compared to what it gets up north but, um, you know, to wake up on Christmas morning and have snow outside, it would a dream of mine to have a white Christmas and that's something that we never would have experienced had we not made this move. So there's another positive. Gun control in the US is certainly a hot button topic. Something that I didn't really think a lot about until recently we had a school shooting here in Nashville over at Green Hills which is on the other side of the city from where we are. Elementary school where some crazy went in there with guns and that really brings it home to you when you've got kids your own age that are also going to elementary school. It makes it really real. You know, when we first moved here I remember going to a supermarket and I saw this old guy in his 90s yeah, he was pushing this this shopping cart and he had two guns strapped to his hips. I thought, you know, he was so slow in walking. What's he going to do if somebody comes along? He's going to try and get his guns out. And you kind of laugh at it a little bit there. And, you know, driving along and seeing somebody pulling an AR-15 out of the, the boot of their car to take it into a pawn shop to sell. But when you start to see school shooting,
things where you're living and it's affecting kids at the same age as yours it really brings it home and I don't think that anything will ever change that gun control is something that will ever come into effect in the US because when you look at school shootings such as Sandy Hook when all of those kindergarten kids were killed nothing changed the answer that I hear right now is to arm school teachers so bring more guns into the equation I don't know I just don't understand what the answer is but we'll have a look at that one as well in in future episodes and there's a lot of polarizing issues I think in the world at the moment and maybe a lot of that is brought together by social media than anything but another polarizing issue that we have in the US right now is abortion laws around abortion right to life states and other states that don't have any laws and you know again these are issues that don't really have an effect in Australia I mean abortion has been legalized in Australia for as long as I can remember Uh, gun control is not an issue back home the power of religion in Australia is nothing like it is here and maybe that's because I'm in the south and they like to call Nashville the belt buckle of the Bible belt and you know I think we have more churches in Nashville per capita than any other place in the US but religion has a huge effect on the way that society operates here they talk about the separation of church and state I feel sometimes that separation is not fully evident and maybe it needs to be more so so there's your introduction to from down under to down south and stick around you know we're going to come out and cover these topics and a lot more in detail I'll get the kids back I'll get Vicky back on here as well y'all have a great day stay safe now